You know what time it is? <laughs> it's that time of year for the garden updates to come back to the Backyard Gardens podcast. To have a good harvest, one must plant good seeds and must also use the right kind of fertilizer. The carrots have grown large and firm. How good they will taste. Welcome to the Backyard Gardens podcast, where we talk about all things gardening and give the information out for you to be successful in your garden, whether it's your first or your last. We are your hosts, Ben, the backyard gardener, and Batavia, the front yard gardener. One in the country. One in the city. Now get ready as we dig deep into this wonderful world of gardening as we learn to grow and grow for change. Okay, so since we finished doing the last garden update last year, we have gotten a lot more listeners Mm -hmm. to the tune of 50,000. Thank you very much, everybody. We love you. Um, So what these are, these are garden updates where we talk about what's going on in our gardens real time. So we always record these sooner than later. Mm Mm-hmm. So a lot of times we're recording early, but these are basically real time. And you're going to get a lot out of this, out of our problems, out of our joys, out of everything. There is a lot of information packed into these. So um, I hope you guys enjoy it. Um, We love it. These are, I think, what what do you think, Batavia? This is my favorite episode. Like these are my favorite types of episodes. Yeah. It's a garden. For reasons. It's a garden conversation. And you know, I love to talk garden. Yeah. Yeah, and you don't have to research shit, so (laughs) it's nice. I just lay my stuff out there and say, have at it. (laughs) Yeah. And don't forget, we have our giveaway going on. Closes May 1st. And two ways to enter. One is to do the BackyardGardensTV.com. Sign up for the newsletter. You'll be entered into all the giveaways, and you'll get our monthly newsletter. And Batavia, what's the other way? So the other way for an extra entry, extra, is to go to Backyard Gardens on YouTube and check out the video, Why Gardeners Love Spring. And that allows you to watch, know why we love spring. But if you like and comment and share a bit about why you love spring, we'll uh, enter you in for an extra entry for the May 1st giveaway. Yeah, we're going to give you enough to direct sell your garden for summer. And maybe fall. All your live long days. <laughs> no, don't say that. <laughs> don't say that. We're not going to do that, but we'll get you through the year. Hopefully. I just love that saying, though. But I think I it's actually too. from a song. All right, let's 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 go ahead. Let's move on. All your live long days. I don't know. All go ahead. All your live long days. All right, so quick note. I want to shout out a listener, Penny. You're actually a neighbor of mine. Like, if you're anywhere within hundreds of miles of me, you're a neighbor. So anyway, she left a really (laughs) sweet comment around how she's enjoyed the podcast. She's learned quite a bit from us, and uh, she's super motivated for this garden season. And so I was reading the comment, and you know what happened. I know. Mm -hmm. Yeah, she knows too, right? So I totally got to Sappy Batavia because she lives outside of this podcast as well. So anywho, thank you, Penny. Appreciate you listening and commenting. And we're excited for this garden season too. Dude, I'm excited to see your garden, Penny. That's what I got to say. Yeah. And I've noticed a trend. What's that? People are trying to make you cry with their comments lately. So I appreciate it. It's cleansing. It. It's cleansing. Yeah. You know, I yeah. love a good garden I've almost cry. censored you from a couple, but I haven't. So. <laughs> but anyways, moving on into our garden update, the first one of the year. So we have to knock some dust off of this one, right? So bear we with us. We already knocked the dust off, technically. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, this is going to be... Uh, it's going to be a little different and there's a lot to catch up on. Yeah. So, I mean, we have the whole winter. So basically what we're going to do is we're focusing on the month before mm-hmm. and current. That's what we focus on mm-hmm. on these. So, yeah. So what, what's going on in your garden, Batavia? Um, I am doing garden things. Plenty of them. No, in all seriousness. So you're catching us right at the end of March. So you'll hear this right at the beginning of April. Um, so I am for the first time ever actually working at my garden for spring plantings. Right. So that was a goal last year. Didn't quite make it. But this year I'm all in. Uh, so I actually spent this past weekend in the garden realizing I'm not in garden shape. <laughs> using muscles that have been dormant along with my garden for months. But uh, it was a good time. The weather's been really nice here. So I was able to pull up mulch, which at mulch, like, dude, 
<laughs> so, well, first of uh, all, can you hear that? Yeah. The audience is cheering because you're starting a spring garden. Ah, I'm, yeah. a, I'm with you. Yeah. Thank you. Excellent. Excellent. <laughs> and second of all, why are you pulling up your wood mulch? Because it would make you cheer about the tediousness of it. No, I, I need to append the beds. So I want to add a compost append? to the... Append. Amend. Amend. Append. Yeah, it's totally amend. Good night. Yeah, this is an English class. We're not appending. <laughs> I want to append this document. Um, so amend the beds um, with compost. I'm trying to figure out how did I get that wrong in my head. And know. the compost, um, is, which is going to be great for my garden, but the wood chips are just too big to kind of leave and add the compost on top of. So I've done this for the last couple of years, pull the wood chips back and in a lot of cases removed it. But I listened to what we tell other people to do, right? I had like three uh, inches of wood chips on it, on these garden beds. So Took me a couple of hours, but you know, it, it is what it is. Um, the gardens in the backyard, a couple of them, I still plan to put leaves on, which we'll see how different that is next year. But I'm going to still use wood chip mulch in some of the other places, but it's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Here yeah, I am. That is a, I mean, I did it last year and I moved all mine out of my garden and put mm-hmm. them into my flower bed. Yeah. And I, so it's like 95%. So the biggest chunks is that's what I pulled. I mean, this is by hand. That I'm right. pulling out. Um, and I left like the itty bitty chunks and it looks more like what I get out of the bagged uh, soil, you know, because it's not terrible for your garden as long as it's minimal. So No, it's good. It's good to have that stuff in your garden. Mm-hmm. I mean, we've, we've talked about that. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that's a that's a, a crappy job. Yeah. To say the least. It was nice to be outside, but I could have spent like two hours doing something else. Yeah. 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 I mean, dude. Th- yeah. So <laughs> I, I, if I go along those lines, um. I am currently like talking about amending beds mm-hmm. and stuff. So I just amended my bed last week. I think I added um, a dusting of fertilizer. So I dusted fertilizer about a month ago, maybe. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I went back in and just added a little bit more and yeah. I added some of my dreaded blood meal. Yeah. So yeah. I kind of put another, you know, little sprinkling around some of the stuff, mm-hmm. try and get it worked in. And, um, you know, I've been amending as well, but now I'm to the point to where all my seeds are in, my garden's fully planted, mm-hmm. and it's it's go time. Yeah. You know? So, so, just a note, and I did, it's like half of the beds I did last fall, which is always my desire. Put the garden into bed, you know, amend the beds, put the garden to bed, and then in the spring, I don't have to do these things. Yeah. But I only made it through half of my beds last year. So, I mean, it is what it is. I have big plans all throughout the year and I end up running out of steam, you know, towards the end of summer, early fall. So that's how I get right now because winter time has been so busy for me trying mm-hmm. to like rebuild and remodel it and stuff you've like that. You've done such a and good job, man. I admire you. you and your garden and the work you've put in. Yeah. I, and now it's kind of like I'm at my, at the end of it. I'm glad that I'm not like cutting wood anymore yeah, or anything yeah. like that. Like, ugh. but, um, you know, amending the beds and stuff like, I'm at the point, so I changed my watering system. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Did we talk about that yet? Mm, we may have, but it's okay. You remember how I did those misters last year? Mm-hmm. The ones you hated. Ter- hated. Yeah. Hated. I absolutely hated. Oh, uh-huh. my God. Soaker hoses are back, baby. <laughs> Finally. So, so there's yeah, misters, a- there's soaker hoses, there's drip irrigation, there's your regular sprinklers, there's hand watering. Oh, there, you know what we should do? What should we do, Batavia? Perhaps we should schedule an irrigation episode at some point. In the books. Mm-hmm. In the books. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a lot to talk about. And I mean, at this point, I've done all but one method. Mm-hmm. So I'm excited. I'm, I'm glad that they're back. Um, I firmly believe in drip irrigation mm-hmm. or in the soaker hoses. So, um, and it was, it was a bitch, man, you know, because it's still cold out. Yeah, so it yeah. wasn't real loose. It was, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um the hoses Am- hadn't uh, loosened up at all yeah mm-hmm. no and the amazon the ones i got from amazon they're actually fairly cheap i was mm-hmm. surprised mm-hmm. so um cheap you as know, in dollar like, amount not necessarily quality right uh jury's out okay, okay. but okay. i've used this style before it's the f- the flat style uh-huh, the collapsible uh-huh. one i've used that before so it was um you know i think it was like seven bucks for 25 feet it wasn't too bad mm-hmm, now mm-hmm. i had to buy five six seven eight nine ten of them so 
Did you, you know, do you have that, anything on YouTube or on Instagram about that? About my soaker hoses? Yeah. Not yet. I kind of want to see your setup there. I kind of want to show you. Okay. Well, right. so the story behind that is I was actually supposed to, remember I said I was going to run water out there mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and the guy, my buddy, who's going to help me, the bastard got COVID like uh, the week before you're supposed to come. And yeah. I was like, ski, you're good. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We'll do this next year. Yeah. So, um, you know, yeah, this, some, maybe this summer or this fall, we're going to run water out there, mm-hmm. but, um, how's your buddy doing? That, he's fine. Okay. Good, good. Yeah. I mean, he had, he was sick mm-hmm. for sure. Sick, mm-hmm. but he's fine. Yeah. So he gave it to himself. Dumbass. <laughs> It's not exactly so, how that works, but him, yeah. <laughs> I've known him for 25 years, yeah. so I'm good. Yeah. I can say what I want. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, so, you know, the irrigation thing, that's that's been a big contention of mine for years, and mm-hmm. I'm pretty pumped about it because I won't be wetting leaves anymore. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, mm-hmm. yeah. Good for you. I'm still... That is good for me, isn't it? Yes, it is. I, I Let's not talk about irrigation for me at this point. It's too early in the year. Yeah. It's too much in uh, yeah, my man, head. I'm only watering once a week still. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So it's, you know, because it's not hot, we're only doing once a week. Yeah. So weather check for me um, after that whole cold spell where we had, you know, feet of snow back in February, you know, we came into March and we've had some cooler, colder days. Um, mm-hmm. I saw something like snowfall is like average five feet inches in March we only got a couple of inches so that was good we've had some 60 degree days like most of the day is 60 degrees which is nice you know kind of when you get to midpoint of the day um, and night temps are still dipping at some point to around freezing and freezing and I bring it up because this is such a great reminder of how different your weather is compared to mine because I mean you guys are in shorts and flip-flops right no, no. <laughs> so um, we've been close to actually one day I wore flip flops and shorts. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, it's, um, you know, we have it gets cold in the daytime and night and then mm-hmm. in the day it'll still warm up. Mm-hmm. But right now it's not warming up fast. OK, yeah, yeah. it's being really slow about it. And we've had like high winds mm-hmm. and it's just kind of been a mess. That being said. Um, let's go into a little bit of this last frost date stuff that we cracked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Cracking the code. Cracking yeah, the code. Yeah, we cracked the code, yeah. MFers. We got Can you some remember, news for you I'm certain you didn't call me about that, or I didn't call you about that when we ended up there. No, we don't ever, but when we call each other, we don't always, <laughs> we start with one thing and we end up somewhere else. It's, it's like, like, hey, do you have a minute ending... translation, an hour? But yeah, go ahead. <laughs> an hour? Why are you cutting it short? So, um, yeah, I called Batavia and whatever we were talking and I've operated off of my last frost date being April 15th. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay. Batavia, when's your last frost date? April the 18th, which never April. made sense to us. No. Yeah, from the very Still beginning doesn't. of us talking, yeah. Mm-hmm. So then I came across this year, um, I looked at the official last frost date website, and my area came up with April 1st. So I keep looking around, I'm looking around, and mm-hmm. I'm seeing it here, there, and yonder, and I'm like, okay, April 1st, April 1st, April 15th, goes back and forth. So we look at the official website, and it says that it was... April 15th is gives you a 30% chance that there will be a temperature below. Th- nope, correction. That is not the official website. The official website says April 1st, and that is a 30% chance that it will be below, ready for it, mm-hmm. 28 degrees. Then I go to the other one that said April 15th, and it was a 30% chance it would be below... 32 degrees. Mm-hmm. So there's a big difference there because if I put a tomato out and it gets 31 degrees, that tomato is going to be dead. Yeah. Right? Yeah. That's the hard thing because even when you go to somewhere like the farmer's almanac or, you know, some other official, official place, it's not that bold, right? They just tell no. you into your zip code, here's your average last frost date. And I yeah. mean, they emphasize average, but it's not like, you know, at what percentage isn't crystal clear, you know? So, right. and I'm, and I'm cool with it being an average. Like mm-hmm, I get mm-hmm. that, you know, I get that, you know, even though the last is April 15th, 
to keep watching, you know, for the next week or so out because it yeah. starts to warm up quick. Yeah. But um, I was like, man, so I we caught that. And, um, you know, right now we're linked in our website under Learn to Grow, the unofficial mm-hmm. or the official way that gives you the 28 degrees. So um, I'm going to try and find a better way to link it for everybody because it's just, I don't, it makes me very uncomfortable to have that out there for people. Yeah. I don't like because- that. The difference between 28 and 32, like you're talking about, like that's significant. It's huge. Right. I mean, that's it's the huge. difference between a frost and a freeze, quite literally, you know. So, yeah. I mean, I'll put my kale plants outside. Mm-hmm. I don't give a shit if it gets to 28 degrees. Yeah. But, but I think that, you know, it's the how big are your kale plants? Something that's planted and growing, it'll be fine, right? Yeah. It'll bounce back. But something that's, you know, six weeks old, seven weeks old. Yeah. I don't know. That's sitting and still sitting in a seed cup, not even planted in the ground. I don't know. Well, mine did fine. Mine okay. did fine. At twenty eight so, degrees. Twenty eight degrees. Okay. Yeah. I've seen now, your kale plants though. They're looking pretty. They were looking pretty good. Pretty healthy. Yeah. yeah mine so, on the other hand. <laughs> hey, we can't have it all. We can't have it all. So yeah, just be be careful when you guys are talking about. Uh, your last frost dates and your information, just make sure that you're finding out that what percentage it is because things can go south fast for you. And just to correct something that I just said minutes ago, Uh-oh. it is not big and bold, but like the the sentence underneath under Farmer's Almanac says, last and first frost dates are 30% probability. So I'm all like, they're not, they're hiding it. It's in the footnotes in the fine print. Like if you do one scroll, it's kind of written yeah. there, right? Um, so yeah. It's, oh, sorry. It's the temperature wise. <laughs> Uh-oh. Yeah, we're all good. It's uh, arbitrary <laughs> alarm there. <laughs> that was waking me up for my midday nap. Yeah. <laughs> that's your, uh, that's your hardening off alarm. Mm-hmm. It's time. So, so I am um, hardening yeah. things off, too. Just a note. Let's go on to that. Then. Yeah. Let's talk about hardening off, please. So um, I've had really great luck with lettuce, all different types of lettuce. And I'm a big fan of it in general. Right. So I'm at the point now where I've bought my last store bought lettuce. We won't get any more until maybe midsummer for me. Um, but I've hardened some things off that I started back like mid January. Um, so I've, in some instances, put those um, into containers indoors and then move the containers outdoors. And these are small containers. I'm not, don't get me to line about the size, but they're pretty small, narrow planters that you may even see flowers in. So I've hardened those off. They're outside all night now. I have some um, seedlings that are still in their starter cups that I started probably at some point in February, and I plan on planting those in the garden. And then as a preview to make sure you stick around, I have kale and no, no, I have collards and cabbage seeds or transplants that I purchased. Uh huh. You heard it that I'm hardening off officially. <sighs> That's, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. Yeah. And why are we hardening off those? Or do we need to come back to that? Well, I mean, the short of it is I like to be consistent and coming off of last year and killing all of my cabbage and collard transplants. I thought, you know, if it ain't broke, don't try to fix it. Oh, wait, it is broke. Yeah. So I killed more kale and collards. And there are a couple of reasons why I think it's just not working out for me, but I'm not certain. So I'm still tinkering with what's happening i will not yeah. give up though i think buying I know what transplants it is. is not they're not, it's not getting giving up no it's not it's ensuring that you're going to have something to grow Absolutely. that's exactly why i think transplants are there for that exact reason uh-huh. it's there for people who either don't want to start seeds mm-hmm. people who don't know how to start seeds mm-hmm. or people who have started seeds and messed up yep. so like the other day I had a guy call me. Um, I am currently selling seedlings. If you live in my area, mm-hmm. hit me up on Instagram at the Backyard Gardener. Oh, sorry, um, I didn't realize you were just giving the whole bio there. All right, <laughs> <laughs> it was kind of a joke. But, it, it is bill um, worthy you know, though. Yeah, I have a lot of extra seedlings, mm-hmm. so I put them up on Facebook. And the guy called me. And he's like, "My wife's cat ate all my seedlings. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So I need to get a full garden." Mm-hmm. And I was like, "Okay." Mm-hmm. You know, come on by and I'll hook you up. And, yeah. you know, we sent them off with um, broccoli and collards and a couple tomatoes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. But it was because his cat ate them all. Mm-hmm. So, you know, there's nothing wrong with buying seedlings. Yeah. And I have and historically and this isn't just because I killed 
kale and collards and, and cabbage again. Um, but the hint about what could be happening, I think it might have something to do with temperatures in my house, which have been a great aid to germinating. So everything I've started when it comes to new or newer seeds is germinated. I do have some saved seeds that are pretty old where it's just not been that great of a success but otherwise things like peppers have germinated just fine they're getting their true leaves tomatoes have germinated just fine waiting on their true leaves a bunch of flowers uh clearly lettuce and i'm kicking butt there um but something like these brassicas and again this may not be it but we'll figure it out they um germinate just fine before I get my true leaves is where things start to go south. So the success that I did have last year, note the date, in July with kale. So last year I grew some kick butt looking kale indoors and transplanted it out. And I'm actually looking at that kale like today that's growing in the garden. I think it had to do with it being cooler. I thought at the time it was the method I was using, which basically was start them with a cover on top which it contains the moisture. And then I kept them inside of something that was completely concealed, right? So all of its growing life until it got its true leaves and multiple leaves, I had it basically concealed in some type of plastic, you know, container of sorts. Um, And so I thought I needed to do that again this year. So that also adds to how warm those seedlings are. What's happening is once they get to the point of like the second, third true leaf they start to just dry up and kind of wither away and then the growth really stops so I've seen what it looks like to grow these types of veggies right I know that kind of path and um, these things die out before that so so let me ask you this I know it's near the furnace Mm -hmm. do you have a thermometer in that room I don't but it sounds like a good troubleshooting mechanism yeah that would be number one Mm -hmm. so we'll just go ahead and leave that there Mm -hmm. Um, does it have a door to the room it does Okay, so here, I want you to do this, okay? okay? I want you to get a thermometer. Mm-hmm. And I'll, do you leave the door open or closed to that room? Open. Okay, I want you to leave the door open, mm-hmm. and I want you to take a measurement for three days. Mm-hmm. At the same time for three days. And then I want you to bring it back. And then I want you to close the door mm-hmm. and make sure the heat's running. Mm-hmm. And then do it for three days. That's one week. Then do you have a period where you don't run the heat at all? Uh, this time of year, we're, we're getting there, but not typically back in January and February. So when you turn off the heat, mm-hmm. then start again, just mm-hmm. to see. Temperature and wise. That w- yeah. Well, no. Well, yeah. Start to record in temperature, but mm-hmm. start to re-sew. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Re-sew a six pack and see what happens. Yeah. And I think you're going to see, I think it's the temperature. I think it gets a lot hot. Because I mean, I know that my mom's house, if I go near the furnace, we don't have a furnace, but it's, mm-hmm. I mean, it's blazing hot and there's like 80s. Yeah. I'm just looking so. to see what the temperature is. So I'm going to do that. I appreciate that uh, experiment because, you know, I love a good experiment. I'm also going to start sowing some seeds outdoors in the garage. I do have a grow light out there. Um, and I'm going to see if just generally, again, cooler temps, for sure cooler than it is in the house, if I have healthier seedlings there. Yeah. Well, what do we know about brassicas? They like it cool, baby. Cool. That's like a, right. a cucumber? Maybe not yeah. quite cucumber. Sure. We'll leave it there. <laughs> yeah. I, I think it's a good experiment. I think it's it's worth doing. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I think I think you're going to have fantastic, and I'm sure you are having fantastic luck with your peppers yeah. and tomatoes and stuff in that room. Yeah. So, um, you know, it's like last year. Um, it was different for me. So I did in my hallway, and it was away from basically all traffic in the house mm-hmm. and, you know, the stove and everything. And it was cooler in there. Mm-hmm. And... My brassicas did great, but my tomatoes and peppers did not. Yeah. So. Yeah. Much more year, open space. Yeah. Yeah. And this, so this year, everything did good. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I don't know what to say, but. And I know my seed mat, though, once they germinated, if it was too hot, they'd stop growing. Okay. Okay. So that was something else, too, because it would just the soil would be too warm. Yeah. And I also am going to try it again in July, like kind of marking back to see. Yeah, um, I would definitely you know, do that. What happened? Because at that point, I only started kale, which was successful. But I'm going to actually and we're talking about a couple of seeds. Right. You know, so try not to be wasteful, but trying to figure it out, because my intention is not to purchase uh, seedlings for this garden, like save my money for purchasing flowers, which no doubt I'll do. Um, and it hurt a little bit. Right. 
not because of not being able to grow them and needing to buy them. I don't care about that, right? The price hurt a bit, right? You know, so yeah. um, they are, you know, as an announcement, seedlings are in stores in our area, right? So people that live near me in Chicago, people that are in Chicago in general, probably in Illinois, probably bordering on Indiana as well. You have uh, cold weather crops that are in the stores, along with tulips and pansies and other flowers that don't mind a chill. Um, so stores, Home Depot and Lowe's, both have collards, um, you know, um, cabbage, Brussels sprouts, which I resisted the urge to buy just based on them needing eight years to grow, it feels like. Um, and cilantro, right? Quick note, shout out to Cool Weather Cilantro. If you didn't know, now you know. Uh, so. so now we're just dropping shout outs like left and right. Yeah. Shout out to the cilantro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, did I'm also see um, some cherry tomatoes, which just feels rude. Yeah. Yeah. Well, speaking of cherry tomatoes, I planted one in the greenhouse. So mm-hmm. we'll see, which is over a month ahead of schedule. Okay. I'm so excited about it- that because I want you to get tomatoes earlier. And that's like a big win for me, for your greenhouse, just so you know. Yeah, so <laughs> so last year my tomatoes came late because I planted them out small because I yeah. basically missed the mark. Um, but this year all of my tomatoes are much bigger. Mm-hmm. And we are actually hardening off our tomatoes now. So I went to um, Lowe's and I noticed that they had their peppers and tomatoes outside already. Mm-hmm. So I said, okay, well, if they've got them outside, and I'm sure... You know, the carts are on wheels and everything. So I'm yeah. sure they don't, I don't know if they wheel them inside or what they're doing, but whatever it is, they're outside. Like I've, I've laid eyes on it. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay. So what I'm doing now is I've hardened off all of my flowers. So at this point I have probably 30 ROs, uh-huh. you know, 20 to 40 salvias and coreopsis, same amount. And you know, all these different things. And my, my whole thinking is like, okay, flowers seem to be more resilient mm-hmm. than vegetables. Mm-hmm. Well, some and, of these are know, cooler. Like they, they can take the cooler weather too, you know. Can they? The ones that you're naming, yeah. Yeah, because everything that I've read says they're not frost tolerant. So. I didn't say frost tolerant. I'd say cooler weather. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, yeah. The cooler weather. Mm-hmm. So, and I mean, they're all perennials too, mm-hmm. which kind of makes me think that they're a little bit more sturdy. Yeah. So all of my tomatoes, I've hardened off a batch of them and they're out there. And now I'm starting every day. I'm adding a new tray out mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. So I've repotted them into six, um, six inch pots. Yeah. And I'm going to be each day I'm adding another six cause each tray holds six of them. Mm-hmm. I'm going to be adding another six and then moving them forward until I can get them out. And that way, because I've looked at my forecast and even though if, um, if you weren't listening earlier or maybe you tuned out just so you know, my last frost date is April 15th. My 28 degree frost date is April 1st. I look at the 10 day forecast. Uh, this is the week before the podcast comes out, which this comes out on the 1st, right? Mm-hmm. April 1st. So my temperature is not supposed to get below. I think I just looked. It's 47 degrees for the next 10 days. Mm-hmm. So is, I'm like, okay. Are there any numbers? Other numbers you just want to add to that whole update there? I don't, I mean, I don't know. I was getting lost. So okay, I was yeah. just trying to get through it. <laughs> So that being said, like I'm taking a huge gamble, but also I can't put any more in my house. Like, yeah, yeah. I literally can't have anything growing in my house. I have my whole back porch. Like you saw the picture I posted mm-hmm, mm-hmm. of everything that I brought in for the cold. Yeah. And then that next day I went and took all that back outside and then started breaking up all the six packs on my grow shelves. Mm-hmm. And it's, it's getting to point like, you know, so much. Yeah. But that being said, like... I mean, I took um, my basils and I broke them all up and put them in little plastic cups. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so now I've got like an insane amount of basils. But if it gets cold, it's going to be a bitch to pull it back in. Yeah, that's the... So um, I'm taking a gamble. It's I'm pretty a gamble. It's pretty early in my hardening off space. And just a quick note. Um, so the things that I'm hardening off that I grew inside are at the point now as of this recording where they're staying overnight. Um, yeah. I am still hardening off the things I purchased and that's because you you kind of you hinted at this they were not outside when I purchased them right they were in some cases I saw these transplants like full on inside of the store 
right in other cases they're like in the store but it's between like the regular store and then the garden center so that's a space where it's a little bit cooler but it still mm-hmm. doesn't there's no elements that they're kind of battling there's no wind you know no shifts like that um so i have spent some time and it's going to be a shorter period because they have had some exposure but i have spent some time where i'm hardening those things off and i plan on putting them inside of the garden yeah, yeah. this weekend yeah so <clears throat> So like today is blowing 25 miles an hour. Mm-hmm. I'm not going to put anything to harden mm-hmm. off, off today. Mm-hmm. I'm going to wait. Yeah. You know, unless, you know, where I put them off is kind of blocked. If the wind shifts then I'll put them out. But, you know, it's just I'm ready to take a break from sowing seeds. Yeah. OK. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I'm good. So I've got all my flowers. Everything that started ahead of time is started. And I'm starting to put stuff out in the garden, like different flowers and yeah. stuff like that. So and I'm timing that around rainstorms. So it sounds like you're ready for a break. Is that what I'm kind of from getting? seedlings? Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. I mean, we could also <coughs> take a break here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I took um, I repotted over a hundred seedlings yesterday. Mm-hmm. That's so, a lot. Yeah, that's a lot, and yeah. that's a lot of space that it is required. You know, it is. But that was the intention of moving that stuff outside. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, I always have people like, Hey man, I need this. I need that. I, you know, this died, that died. So mm-hmm. to have a little extra for them and then, you know, maybe sell a little extra or something like that, yeah. I think is a good thing. And I mean, it is what it is, you know, and I have plenty to choose from. Yeah. Well, if that's a benefit, wrong, right? I have something else when it comes to being able to do these things and, you know, start so many, right. So just so you know, and, Oh, I hope this doesn't bite me. I've started my tomatoes and I did not start 72 tomatoes. It's all I'll say. That's all you'll say. Well, well, I want to know more about that, but I want to hear it after we take a break for our sponsor. Okay. All right, everybody. Now that it's spring, we're going to do one more giveaway to get seeds in your garden. And we're going to do our direct seed sowing giveaway, which happens to be Ben's favorite giveaway. <laughs> Shockingly enough. Giveaway closes on May 1st, 2021. And Batavia is going to let you know one of the ways to enter. So one of the ways to enter is by going to BackyardGardensTV.com and enter your email address. With this, you'll be entered into the May 1st giveaway and all future giveaways. And then for an extra entry, head over to YouTube to the Backyard Gardens YouTube channel and watch the video Gardeners Love Spring. Watch it, like it, and leave a comment telling us what your favorite thing to either grow in your garden is or your favorite thing about spring gardening. That way, we know more about you and you might win our seeds. Now on to our regularly scheduled program. What do you mean that's all you're going to say? Well, because as the words came out of my mouth, I realized that that may not be the truth. So let's let's just... It's... um, I didn't use 72 seed starting sales. And the asterisk is, so that means I started less, right? I um I double seeded a lot of the sales. Oh, so, hell yeah. Yeah. But you know me, and you know I will not be able to discard many of those healthy seedlings when I pot up. Um, so it probably will not reach 72. However, um, yeah, that's all I have to say about that. Yeah, I did. Um, <clears throat> that was part of why I did so much yesterday is because mm-hmm. I was going through and breaking stuff apart yeah. and some stuff I just didn't care about. Like I got a bunch of brandy wines. Mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. don't care about the brandy wines. Yeah. I'm, I'm not, you know, I'm not a big fan. So, you know, I, I didn't want a whole bunch of those, but then you had like the basils and stuff like mm-hmm. that where you can pack them in real tight. Mm-hmm. Like for sure. I, I split those up yeah. where I could. And like I have um, multiple zinnias in one cell. I'll break those up when it goes time to plant them. Mm-hmm. Being as long as they don't get too big. That's yeah. The key. I actually have some plans we'll talk about in the next update for some of the flowers that I'm starting. Um, so stay tuned for that. Um, but I did the same thing with my peppers in, indoors. I kind of double seeded some of those things. And germination rates have been really great with everything from peppers and tomatoes. The only exception there are two. Some of the saved seeds didn't do great germinating. Um, so there's that. Um, and then also the big boy and early girl. And I don't remember. I feel like I don't remember this happening last year, but 
I'm still waiting for those to germinate and it's probably been about eight or nine days, which is long for these general tomatoes. Like I have tomatoes that have germinated in half that time. So, um, I actually dug in there cause you know how you get distracted. I'm like, wait, did I actually put seeds in here? You know? So I dug around. I'm like, yeah. yep, yeah, still, there's a seed there. Those are the pelleted seeds. So I wonder if it takes a little bit longer for those to germinate. Um, I will never buy a pelleted seed again. Mm, why not? Never. I've never had one germinate. Oh, never. Okay. I've never, I've planted a hundred. I did cause I did carrots last year. This is why this number is going to sound impressive. Mm-hmm. Hundreds of them. Yeah. And, um, not a single germination, mm-hmm. not one. So I will never buy another pelleted seed. Um, and I, my suggestion to you is buck up and don't worry about that small <laughs> seed and stick it in the damn ground and just deal with it because well, we'll, it's just a waste. We'll see. Um, the early girls, I, I, I don't remember if that's the one that's pelleted or if it's the big boy. But either way, we'll see if they germinate. If they don't, it's not that big of a deal for me. Although I do yeah. like the idea of getting an earlier tomato and the early girl. Um, so we'll see. That's the only thing I keep on checking. Like, wait a minute, what's the timing on this? So, I mean, it's that's all good. That's what the cherry tomatoes are for. Yeah. Speaking of, so remember the uh, cherry tomato. Well, you don't know that it's cherry tomatoes, but Back in January, I shared on Instagram um, under Be Better Garden, <laughs> I shared a picture of um, seedlings that were volunteers that were in a container that I had brought from outside indoors and they were tomato right. seedlings. And so I followed that along. I potted them up. Right. They're about, I don't know, about a foot tall now and there are so many people that were so anxious to start seeds indoors in january like summer stuff and people yeah. are like well what's the worst that could happen and it's really not the worst but those things that a foot tall it's not a lot of space in my grow room to actually have them under lights at this height and i'm no. still a month six weeks away from putting anything outside for you know these heat loving plants so that's why i put that. mine outside now i mean i'm just let them do their thing man but your weather you know is so I mean? different than mine though it is different but at some point like just take that damn leap you know like i mean i said like if it gets if it stays above 45 i'll leave them out you know i, I honestly if it stays above 40 i'll probably end up leaving them out because mm-hmm. it's so much mm-hmm. but um it's I put out some blue cream tomatoes, mm-hmm. which is what I put into my greenhouse, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. I put those out and they did fine. Mm-hmm. They And then when I put them out, they tripled in size in like no time. It was mm-hmm. crazy. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, you put them in there and they're like real small and like thin. Yeah, and yeah. then like I could see them thicken, thicken yeah, and then the stem boom. thickening. Yeah. Yeah. And it was it was really fast mm-hmm. when it was outside. So mm-hmm. and I mean, I just didn't have the space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I'm at a point now where, you know, and it's not really like, oh, I got so much, I can't do it. It's because of the height. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, You know what I mean? mm -hmm. Like, you can't have, you know, multiple plants and then have your grow light, you know, two inches above one and eight inches above the other. You can't do that. And accomplish everything else that you're trying to accomplish when it comes to, like, that's, it can be a lot of wasted space. Like, I could totally, you know, set up my, um, my shelves to accommodate you know, a foot and a half tall tomatoes, but I'd be sacrificing a lot of shelf space and that's just not what I'm right. into. I am trying to hold on to one of those two because it was two that I potted up because I do want that to be my first tomato out. I'm pretty sure it's a cherry tomato too. So it'd be nice to have this head start, months of a head start on a tomato plant if it makes it. Um, but I'm not like, you know, banking the house on it or anything. So we'll see. Yeah. And I'm glad, no, I'm I, I mean, with- I definitely wouldn't and would, at this point in my climate, not start tomatoes in January, just as a note. No, for me, I start mine here in February. <laughs> so, you know, Valentine's Day is when I start my, my tomatoes mm-hmm. here. So, yeah, I started mine a month a, later, which again, it, for yeah. our temperatures is about right. So it makes sense, mm-hmm. you know, because, and I mean, that's even though your last frost date is right around mine, you're still not warm. Yeah. I'm warm. Yeah. You know, and there's some people here, they, they still don't put their tomatoes out until May here. They just let it get nice and hot. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So it's and all about it stays hot, hotter, longer yeah. for you, too. So you have a longer yeah, growing season for think, hot weather, you know, veggies like that. Yeah, so actually, when I put mine out a month later, I'm going to start seeds for a fall crop. Ooh. I'll probably just start like a six pack or something uh-huh. just to try and get something else. But yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'm going all in on ground cherries this year. Oh, you know, I have some. I decided against planting them. 
Oh, what the? Well, you know, it's no. there's a whole thing. No. Yeah, it's cited against planting them, and a part of it is, um, I mean, they're ground cherries. They're ready when they fall to the ground. So this is a part of your garden design, like the areas in your garden easily accessible. The idea that you know what critters are going to get to them before you and i just you know i said not this year so yeah i um i do it i mean i do i'm going deep this year we're going to try and make jelly oh okay 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 i can dig it i had the last of the homemade jelly that my friend's mom gave me and boy it was a sad day yeah we're running real low it's almost strawberry picking season here Mm -hmm. we got about another month or two so and that's like we'll go like so we grow our own strawberries but we don't grow we don't get enough Enough of them yeah so we'll go to a pick your own farm Mm -hmm. and we'll pick a couple bushels and then we'll come home and make all our jelly for the year Mm -hmm. so yeah i'm I'm, I'm a little anxious for that because i'm like oh shit i haven't (laughs) eaten store-bought jelly in years and every year i'm like oh Mm -hmm. gosh we're getting close and my son is a peanut butter and jelly for Which, which kid isn't, mm-hmm, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's the old standby. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's good stuff. So, so. I am <clears throat> actually starting to make plans around what I can trade for jelly because I'm only a couple of months off of getting, you know, gifted jelly. So I'm looking forward yeah. to that. So um, the seeds that you harvested last year and you saved, you're having bad germinate, germination rates um, from? No. No, not really. There's some seeds that I've received that were saved. There's some seeds that are saved that were really old, right, that I've had some tough germination with. Um, I mean, the ones that you saved last year, are they germinating fine? Yeah, they're fine. Okay. Yeah, it's yeah. good stuff. Um, yeah, that's what I was curious about. I mean, I, you know, what other people do is, I mean, you, you don't know mm-hmm, mm-hmm. what they've done, you know, but... I was, you know, I was going to make sure that, and for anybody listening, if you're going to save your seed, let it mature, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. let the fruit mature on the vine. Yeah. I mean, just to so. be realistic, there is a whole level of quality assurance that goes into seeds that you purchase. Cause every seed that comes off of a plant isn't a guarantee under any conditions, mm-hmm. you know, to germinate. Um, so there's that, you know, so. Yeah. I mean, there's a reason why you get 200 seeds in a pack <laughs> of some stuff, you know, there's. It's not because it's like it's a great effing deal. I mean, there's a little <laughs> bit of margin of error yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, and you know, speaking of seed, um, the greenhouse. So I know I said I put a tomato in there, and it was getting to be 106 degrees in there when it was 60 degrees outside. So I put a shade cloth mm-hmm. up. Spent ten dollars on a shade cloth. Um, as a matter of fact, if I can find it on Amazon, I'll link it in the description below, okay, along okay. with the soaker hoses, so you guys can find a cheap shade cloth. Um, and the day before, it was 106. Next day, same temperature outside, it was 83 degrees. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, it was a huge difference. But what that's done is it's caused things to bolt. Because um, it's not only is it causing it to bolt because it got hot, but what it's doing is it's causing it to bolt because it got stressed. Yeah. Yeah. So it's stressed because it's like 100 in the daytime, 30 at night, Mm -hmm. you know, and even if you you can. So the trick is to regulate that temperature Mm -hmm. swing. And so even the stuff out in my garden now, like my collards are all bolting. Because they're starting to get stressed because we're starting to get those wild. And as I call it and I coin it. I coin it and backyard gardens TV coins. it. Okay. Yo-yo season. Yeah. We probably so. should have talked about that as a coin phrase. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's yo-yo yeah. season. Cause it's hot, cold, hot, cold, yeah, yeah, hot, cold. Yeah. But, um, it's, I'm starting to realize that maybe it's a good place for me to save seeds because mm-hmm. one, I can isolate varieties mm-hmm. Two, It's going to happen. So why fight it? Yeah. And three, it makes everybody happy because then I get more seeds. So one thing I learned is mustard flower mm-hmm. is a delightful smell. Oh, very the cool. The best smelling vegetable flower that I've come across yet. Very cool. My um, collards that I accidentally overwintered last year, last winter, 19 going into 20, um, 
they I mean, you only get so much out of that from a harvest like they didn't last until, you know, the growing season last year. Uh, They went to flower. I ended up pulling them up. But I like the idea for the greenhouse. It is being occupied and used for a garden purpose then going from the spring to the summer for you. Um, So that's a great use of the space because I know there is a battle of like 100 degree temps. We talked about melons. We talked about sweet potatoes as something that could possibly survive there. But if you think that what 70 outside lets 100 degrees inside, what is 90 degrees? Yeah. Yeah, you know, I mean, yeah. I'm scared to go in there. I mean, it might be 150 degrees mm-hmm. in there. Yeah. So, um, and I mean, my whole plan is I'll, I'll use it, and I mean, that's why I put a tomato in. Mm-hmm. I want to mm-hmm. see what it does. Yeah. Um, I don't have huge high hopes, and actually, now that I think about it, I'm gonna go put some bush beans out there too. I might do that today or tomorrow. Okay. But um, you know, I don't have huge high hopes for it, but at the same time, it's like, why not give it a shot? Yeah. See what it can do, uh, and then if not, like. I know in the summertime it's going to be basically useless. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So um, it'll just be too hot. But for the wintertime, it's definitely served its purpose. So okay. um, phase one of the experiment is out. And and what this has done is by me putting that shade cloth in there and seeing, witnessing mm-hmm. what it did for the temperatures, I am now going to put shade cloth um, on top of two of my beds this fall to get things going a little sooner. So like carrots and stuff, Mm -hmm, I'll mm -hmm. be able to get them to germinate. I should be able to, should be able to get them to germinate because it'll be cooler. Cooler, So it's kind of sold me and I found the cheap shade cloth. So it's like what I think for that size, I'm going to need 20 bucks for the shade cloth. Mm -hmm, It's worth it. mm -hmm. If I can grow the amount of carrots and stuff, I want to, I'll make that money. And if you get to reuse them, you know, year over year, at least for another year, I imagine. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I just have to figure out how to, and I ha- I know how I'm going to do it, but I just need to make sure that when I want to take it down, mm-hmm. I can take it down and put it away and it won't be an issue. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. I can take everything that holds it up down and it won't even be in the way. Because okay. I don't want a bunch of rigging around my garden and stuff. I'm not into that. I love a good rig. <laughs> I know you do. And not a, not a truck, which I think they call rigs too, right? That's the big trucks, yeah. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't have anything so, against them, but... <laughs> But that's, that's, you know, that's the, the greenhouse, um, the final winter greenhouse update was right there. Okay. So, yeah. Cause we're, believe in, we made it? we're in the middle of spring, baby. It, it, it is here. It happened. Well, we're it not is. in the middle, but <laughs> no, we're in the beginning phases of it, but yeah, yeah, no, it's exciting. It's, it's good. Um, and you, you're amending your soil mm-hmm, as I am. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I um, mean, I'm amending my soil. I am nursing, you know, my grow room beyond the kales, collards and all of that. Um, I am, I'm fighting aphids, believe it or not. You know a little bit about this, so you can believe it, but mm-hmm. it's a pain in the ass, man. Ugh. I don't get it. Aphids are not that big a deal to me. To you, right? That's not something that, I've, that's not something that I normally have to fight in my garden, outdoor garden even. Yeah, they come and go pretty easily for me, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, they come real easy. Don't get me wrong. But, <laughs> you know, a little squirt of neem oil yeah. and they go away. So I don't pressure wash them off with a hose mm-hmm. like everybody else does. I don't I've never done that. So I'm inside. You- and um, so I don't have that as an option um, as I've been pulling things out of the grow room to go outside. I have like gone to the utility sink in the, you know, um, in the, you know, the laundry room and rinsed off the leaves, but everything else that's staying inside, I've been just treating with a spray, uh, uh, water and soap like dish soap. Uh-huh. Um, so that seems to be effective. It really started when I first noticed them on the carrots. Remember the carrots I had indoors. And yeah. when I planted those carrots, it was in the container that had those volunteer tomato seeds and those volunteer tomato seeds came from a container that I pulled out from outside. So that was like mistake number one, right? I brought all of that indoors, which is crazy because I know better when it comes to bringing things from outside indoors, but here we are. Um, Carrots, that container is outside. Now we'll see how it does, but those aphids have been traveling. So they've gotten to the lettuce, which it hasn't done any real harm. Lettuce is fine, but now it's on some of my peppers, which, you know, this is year two, but I've had some great luck with peppers and it's really nice to be able to see, all right, yeah, I'm kicking butt here. Then it's like, ah, shit, you know, now I'm spraying. It's not that big of a deal, but I would rather not be doing this, you know? Yeah. 
Do you ever top your peppers? I've, I'm always, I'm still afraid of doing that. Um, yeah, I topped mine this year. This year, like now or last year? Yeah, I just did. Okay, yeah. Like, because they were about to bloom. Mm-hmm. Oh, okay, yeah, and, yeah, yeah. And so I was like, you know what? Let me just go ahead and top it. It wasn't as, as tall as I wanted to, but I was like, let me go ahead and top I it. I thought topping was done once the plant was at, like, to size and you wanted it to be... Is it, is push a little, it out. Yeah, isn't it a little early yeah, for topping Yeah, you them? can do a little bit of both. Mm-hmm. You can do it now and you can do it then. Mm-hmm. But um, it was just about to go. And I don't know... I, I basically, when I say I topped it, I cut off all of the brand new growth mm-hmm. and where all the little buds are mm-hmm. for the flowers. I just went ahead and cut that off, which is basically topping yeah. it. So it'll cause it to bush out some, but I mean, it'll still grow big. Okay. I mean, it's not, you know, which because re- last year I did not top mine uh-huh. and they just got super long, like one big stock. Yeah. Yeah. And I was like, eh. <laughs> I actually you did know? pull one bud off of that, um, that tomato plant that I basically started it unknowingly in January. So it already started to flower, which is kind of fun. So yeah. I pulled that bud off and we'll see. We'll see if it make it makes it outside. But that's basically incense for your house. The buds, the flower buds? No, the uh tomatoes. Oh I yeah. I love yeah. the smell of a tomato yeah. plant. Yeah. There definitely is a garden feel once you get to that point. Yeah. So Yeah. I do what I do now is I go over to my um seedlings and I rub the tomatoes. And then I rub the basil. <laughs> and I sniff it. There's a great. garden high there. Yeah. If you're oh, watching, yeah. if you're listening, don't go to the video and watch what he just did because it's a little do bit it. unsightly. Don't do it, man. No, don't whatever. Do <laughs> that's that's me fiending for that and the scent of fresh cut grass. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All those things. So, you know, one plant I'm excited about is my basil. I um yeah. I started uh purple petra petra I think it's pronounced basil and it's just the prettiest thing you know so I did a combination I did like three different basils but I did a combination of your typical green basil and then this purple mm-hmm. one and I saw another shout out purple thumb gardener I saw her basil I'm just like checking my calendar like did I start mine too late you know <laughs> yeah because hers is kicking butt man I think she even yeah, said I, I may have started it late I did um. Sweet basil and which I always do mm-hmm, sweet basil, mm-hmm. but this is the first year I've done anything other than sweet basil. I'm doing lime basil too. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. So yeah, I don't know a, anything about it. I don't know flavor profile for it or anything. Friend that like basically did a year of basil, meaning like she did all different types of basil. I actually this isn't going to be my last sowing of it though. Um, I plan on sowing another round because this is more like basil that will be planted around other plants. Versus like kind of a part of my um, herb area that I'm As thinking about. plantings? Yeah. I mean, I'm not, you're not going to get me there. Yeah. I'm oh, going to use basil as a part of companion planting. Dang. There it is. <laughs> How dare you disrespect the bell in that manner? Uh, I'm just fighting it. I just, you know, there are three things that basil, I'm going to do uh, nasturtiums as a a Mm -hmm. method to try to fight some pests. Um, And then I'm still going to do peppers near tomatoes because young Ben told me it would work. And I'm pretty certain it worked last year. Yep. I do peppers and tomatoes and marigolds all together. So that's like my, my, that's the one thing that I like. I really do follow. Mm -hmm. Um, And last year I did not do the marigolds and I was just like, I hated it. Yeah. I was like, damn, I just like like the way, yeah, I like the way marigolds look. And so, um, and they're really, they've been really easy for me to grow. So I plan on a bunch of They're utilitarian for me. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. They're, you know, they're just a utility, but I'm I'm fine with that. It doesn't bother me. They're still pretty to look at. Um, And they go all the way to the frost for me. Yeah. Yeah, but you know, I've never had one come back. I haven't like either. Like the seed that it drops? Yeah, I haven't either. And I've heard that they do volunteer, so. Never had a volunteer. Now, it could be the way that them. I turn my soil over and, you know, rotate things. So maybe I'm burying yeah. the seeds. I don't know. Yeah, I, I took, um. so this year, I, last year I saved all of my orange marigold seeds. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to do all orange marigolds in my garden. So we're going to see how that works out okay okay they're all they're all up i I did them inside i started them inside Mm -hmm. they're starting to get you know they got their first true leaves Mm -hmm. right right on schedule you know what i mean i'll start feeding them soon but yeah they uh we'll see how it goes i just i i really wanted to do orange Mm -hmm. i didn't want any Mm -hmm. other color but Mm -hmm. orange so 
We'll see. Yeah. I'm, I, I think next year I might go a little deeper in marigolds because there's a lot of different marigolds mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm starting maybe so. like actually I did start some. I'm pretty shit. No, I haven't started them yet. I'm starting to lose track. But I have like four different varieties of marigolds, and I saved a bunch of seeds too. But uh, I'm also at this like I had already had the seeds that I purchased, and then I'm like for the save seeds idea of. Um, there's a little bit of wear and tear with these started if it doesn't germinate then restart and i know it's early i know it's early but there still is wear and tear on me so i'm kind of like my germination rate will definitely be more successful from these that i've already purchased so i'm going with those pardon me yeah and if you don't if you grow marigolds and you don't save seeds they're so easy to Mm -hmm. save it's you know it's worth it start saving the seeds that are easy to save yeah you know, um, I've tried to save basil and they're so small. Mm-hmm. It's really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which I think I might, I, I have a plan. Okay. I have a plan. I'm not telling you, okay. but I have a plan. It's okay. I can just add it. It's one more thing in this episode that we won't remember to do, but. <laughs> or I'm going to remember to do yeah, it. Yeah. Or update folks on. So. So I, I'm, I'm actually, you know what? I'm going to tell you. So you remind me and somebody else out there will remind okay. me. If there is a plant that has like small seeds that I want to save. I think I'm going to take a coffee filter and put it around the bottom of it mm-hmm. so it cups up when mm-hmm. I think they're going to fall, mm-hmm. and then hopefully I'll catch some of them. That's my plan. Okay. Okay. So. I mean, that yeah. seems like a solid plan. All right. Yeah. Does that work for you? It does. We'll see yeah. if it works for you. That's the question. <laughs> yeah. I think it might work. Okay. I'm going to see. But, you know, there's some stuff that I just, I can't mm-hmm. catch in time, mm-hmm. you know? Like, I was trying to save uh, Black Eyed Susan seeds last mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. So first of all, had zero luck starting them, even the ones I bought. Check. But the other thing too is it's just um they were so small, I, man, it was hard. Yeah, the yeah. um the black eyed Susans were I've started some of those from purchase seeds, but that was one of the uh sets that I started, which the seeds that have to be like four years old that a girlfriend gave me. And um she gave me the whole flower head. So I had to do the whole separate which isn't the hardest thing but it's not as obvious when it comes to separating i think i can't think of the name of the other piece of the flower head that you have to kind of pull out that's not the seed uh, but those didn't germinate at all and you know having yeah. me wonders like did i plant the right thing <laughs> yeah. um, so anyway there's that that's fine they're really pretty though once you get them to start they're kind of they have this kind of flurry flurry furry kind of look to them which is pretty cool yeah i have some that i got last year for free that are growing back mm-hmm. and i actually um i got a gift certificate last year to my garden center so i will probably be purchasing mm-hmm. some um rutabaga oh uh, yeah 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 becky so, um, yeah 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 or black eyed susan mm-hmm. uh, probably because I, I really like them um and they bloom all year yeah so they're a not solid year, b you know, for me all season. like i don't love them but I do like yeah. them and I do like, you know, I've, I like little flowers. Ah, do you? Okay. Yeah. I, I've decided that I think I like the little flowers. So I got like a lot of Shasta daisies mm-hmm. growing. Um, that's a big one that I did. And, um, a lot of salvias mm-hmm. and stuff like that. I just, I like those little, little flowers for some reason. Yeah. There's something about the way that they lose their petals, but they're still the black, you know, eye of yeah. it that it's really pretty when it's in full bloom, but that part starts like being like, eh, it, it's the same thing when you have zinnias, right? At some point yeah. they start to lose their petals. Um, but it's easy to deadhead them. Yeah. Yeah. It, I mean, when you talk about all of these things individually, yeah, it's easy, but you add into the, I've been sitting on my milk crate watering for six hours. Like, you know, it's like one more garden. I don't chore. know how that goes. <laughs> I'm automated. So I'm good. Show off or smart hey. man. Yeah. Maybe a little bit of both. Who knows? <laughs> I plead the fifth. But um, yeah, so there's, you know, there's a lot going on. I think um, I think that if you come into the next month, you know, you're going to notice at the next garden update that our list is going to be. And it gets to a point where it's hard for us to kind of keep keep track. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Well, the, know, the, but I think everything will be further along right so there is less question mark around kind of at this stage in the garden right so my peppers as an example have their true leaves and i feel great about them but shit yeah. you never know what's going to happen you know no you don't and i mean that's the whole thing too is we'll get into like <clears throat> in the future you get into like updates about certain ones and you'll end up following some yeah. of the issues we've been managing too yeah. throughout the year and um 
it's you know they helped me in my garden ex- immensely last year just these conversations mm-hmm. we've had mm-hmm. because it's nice to have somebody that like to actively communicate with mm-hmm. and talk about it and um, have two minds because man sometimes you know it, it takes a village <laughs> to raise a kid it might take a village to have a damn garden absolutely I don't know. man <laughs> hashtag, I don't know. It. hashtag it <laughs> but um what we need to do right now is we need to give you the recipe of the day all right everybody I am here, me, Ben, the backyard gardener, to give you a recipe of the day. I do have. And I'm gonna ge- before you get into the recipe, I'm going to interrupt you. Um, if it. you were listening very closely, you may have realized the bell that was rang before the break was to cover my growling stomach. So yeah. I'm going to need you to really do a bang up job here because I want to cook whatever you're describing. Uh, so um, we'll be back in a few minutes with a different recipe of the day. No, do you still have the um, the cowbell? Of course, I still have the cowbell. Are you ready? Go on with the. No, 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 no. no. So here's the deal. Oh. This is when we use the cowbell. Here's an idea. Okay. If the recipe's good, it gets a cowbell. All right. So wait, that means that I am the the d- determining I'll... factor on good recipe. Yeah. All right, let's go. Let's go. And then if I have a cowbell, I'll do it for you. All right, okay, sure. We'll see how that goes. But let's go. Oh, (laughs) here we go. So, um, yeah, I'm going to give you this creation I made about with uh, greens. And Mm -hmm. you can use any green you want. You can use kale. You can use collards. You can use spinach, beet greens, mustard. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Am I missing a green? I don't know, but I'm ready for you to get this show on the road. Did you hear about my stomach growling? <laughs> yeah, I did. So um, a lot of times what I do is when I'm cooking, I'm trying, I'm going to a nutritionist to kind of help me with my diet mm-hmm. and, you know, basically my portions. And she's got me eating a lot more vegetables, which I thought I was eating enough. But in the wintertime, I don't eat as many as I should yeah. because they're not coming fresh. So um, it's been a learning process, but we've been getting a lot of collards. So it started with collards. But what we do is we steam them mm-hmm. and we steam them to the consistency you want, whatever that is. Um, I like mine a little bit texture. I don't want them to just mush in my mouth. Yeah. So I want a little bit of texture. And then I add a little bit of oil. Once all the water's out of it, add a little bit of oil and that's going to crisp it up. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going to add some garlic. Mm-hmm. Uh, you can add um, I add garlic powder and the key is is then at this point I use um, I had some buffalo wild wings parmesan garlic sauce so okay. you can use whatever you want but this is what I had but um, I took it and as it was brown and it was almost done I took the bottle and if you're watching it went like this that was how much and if you're listening it went <laughs> okay that's all I put into mm-hmm. About probably 20 to 30 leaves of collards. Mm -hmm. Not much. You just want to give it a little flavor. Mm -hmm. And um, then I added um, sriracha sea salt. Okay. So um, if you don't have that salt, sriracha salt, Mm -hmm. sriracha sea salt, whatever. Um, It's from that company that has little metal tins. I don't know what it is. Mm, If I can find it, I'll put the link in the show notes. You can put it on your wall or whatever, magnet. Yeah, yeah, it's got a magnet on the bottom and you can mm-hmm. stack them. Um, but if you don't have that, you could just use like a little bit of sriracha and mm-hmm. a little bit of salt. Mm-hmm. The key is you have to be careful with salt on greens because they're naturally salty. Yeah. That is the key to everything greens. So be careful if you add that. But And then you just mix it together. So it's really easy. And then what we'll do is we'll add rice. We'll add some kind of protein to it. How much, it, you know? how much of it is it? How much is it making like once? Because we know what happens when you start with like five gallons of spinach, as an example, and it comes out to be we a s- teaspoon. You know? We served um, three people. OK. OK. Well, I, no, no, let me take that back two and a, two and a quarter. OK. Because, yeah. you know, one of us doesn't eat a lot of greens mm-hmm. when we give them to him. <laughs> he eats them, but he doesn't eat a lot yeah. of them. And um, but yeah, so it's really easy. It's it's like an added side dish, mm-hmm. another flavor profile mm-hmm. to add. 
Um, and you're going to see in two weeks, no, one week, when the pilot episode of The Backyard Kitchen <sighs> comes directly to you. Come on. I got to work on that. I got to work on that. Yeah. More cowbell. <laughs> Some of you but will pick up gonna, on that. Yeah. <laughs> but what you're going to see, you're going to have the inside scoop is, and if you don't know this now, you will. We, in my house, we eat easy, mm-hmm, so we don't mm-hmm. make super complex recipes. We don't do anything crazy, so it's real easy and straightforward, and that's kind of where we're going with that. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, we try and use as few dishes, enjoy your food, and make it as simple as possible and cheap. Yeah. So. Well, I like that idea of it, and I'm trying to think, like, I may have just enough greens to, like, you know, from the garden yeah. that's still, you know, some of the last year's greens uh, that are bouncing back because... I, I mean, it's about the flavor. Like I can kind of taste some of that. Um, and yeah. for greens at some point, although I love almost all greens, at some point you get tired of eating them at the same way. Now, I'm, that's not happened to me yet because I haven't started like you've been eating greens all winter, you know, because your garden has been, been rocking greens, out. I mean, for months mm-hmm. we've been eating. So, mm-hmm. you know, I'm getting to the end of like, all right, I got to eat more turnips. Yeah. I got to eat more greens. Yeah. Like I'm there. Uh-huh. You know, and but we'll keep eating them. But yeah, so we start. This is when we really start to get creative, and we're like, mm-hmm. well, you know, I almost put barbecue sauce in. I'll like, maybe I'll do a barbecue because what I'll do is I'll start with a flavor profile in my mind uh-huh. and try and match my whole whole meal to that. And I couldn't get the barbecue sauce to to go in my mind, yeah, so. Yeah. That's okay. where we go. But I would use any kind of Parmesan garlic if you can't get the same one mm-hmm, I had. So mm-hmm. okay, I can dig it. I appreciate that. Hold on, wait. Is it bell worthy? Hold on, wait. Let's see. We got to be very specific. Just shake it. Well, no, it's not the same. It's if you don't get to the. It's the Saturday Night Live bit. Cowbell. Oh, I don't know. That. Yeah. Okay. All right. Yeah. I. There you go. I never watched um, Saturday Night Live. Yeah, I'm not like an every week watcher, but there's some things that are so classic. Yeah. Yeah. I've watched a couple like clips, and it just didn't didn't rock my boat. So. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So not not a ground shattering recipe. I've given better, but um, no, I that's shall top take of mind it for me. I shall it, take it. It got a cowbell. Come on, man. Let's not start I backtracking. Got a yeah. All right. This it's you not know, just an honor being nominated. You, know what we need? you won. We need a triangle. Oh, I mean, it's gonna be a whole like terrible musical <laughs> orchestra here. <laughs> I got enough room to like there's a I think it's Jimmy Fallon that does a, a whole piece where he has like all kinds of kids toys and they do a whole performance anyway I do watch a bit of TV let's just say that that's okay <laughs> that's what we're supposed to do yeah, yeah but anyways that's it that's a garden update yeah I think we've updated have you do you I feel like the garden feels the love that it also yeah. deserves so that being said be safe. Mm-hmm. Wear a mask. Mm-hmm. Even if you got vaccinated, go ahead. Just wear a mask. I know it sucks. Whatever. Enter our contest. Win your direct selling seed giveaways. You know that there's two ways this time. Mm-hmm. Two, two ways two. to enter. So not one, but two. <laughs> so hit them up. Great video, by the way. Just saying. Mm-hmm. I did a good job. Mm-hmm. I'm going to toot my own horn on this one. Yeah, man. And, uh, it's very impressive. And it absolutely did make me cry for those that watch it. I made and Batavia wonder. cry. Like, yeah. I, I, I called her and I was like, you got to watch this. She's like, okay. Like three seconds in, the camera goes off. She's like, I didn't want to see. I don't want you to see me cry. Well, not so, because um, you it, haven't seen me cry before, but because you said this is going to make you cry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I don't react to peer pressure. My feelings are true, and they deserve a space. Yeah. This is a safe space so, on the Backyard Gardens podcast. So, everybody, until next time. See ya. Thanks for hanging out with us today. If you want to see what we're up to or just stay up to date on all the announcements regarding the show or anything gardening, then you can follow us on Instagram at Backyard Gardens TV. We love seeing what you guys are doing. So use hashtag BYG podcast in your posts and we'll be sharing your gardens with the Backyard Gardens community. And check us out on YouTube at Backyard Gardens where we will post this show, all of our other shows, clips, and then also some gardening tips and just gardening entertainment. And you can see us at our website at BackyardGardensTV.com. But that's it for today's show. So help us as we learn to grow and grow from change. And until next time, we'll catch you guys later. We'll call this one a wrap. Now you know why people feel like celebrating at harvest time. All over the world, people have feasting and good times when the crops have been gathered in. 